In March 2019, we drove across the M62 to Hull to join the P&O mini cruise to Amsterdam. So what about parking? Well, it's a pay and display car park right by the P&O terminal, which is very handy. The staff advised us to leave our car in the multi-storey car park because that car park is locked overnight. Time to pay for the parking. It's £8 per day. So we came prepared with £16 coins. But no worries, if you turn up with no change, the machine will take cards too. Check-in was pretty straightforward. And soon we were heading up the ramp with the other passengers to embark the Pride of Hull ship. So, what's the cabin like? Well, it's time to use the paper key we'd been given at check-in and take a look. Our package included a basic inside cabin with two bunk beds. The top bunk swings down. There's no need to upgrade. This cabin had all the comforts and a nice clean bathroom with a shower. It's time to explore. The Pride of Hull contains all the usual things you'd expect on a cruise ship, such as a shop, a wine bar and a pub, with its entertainment and even a Starbucks coffee shop. It's still very early in the day, so we haven't yet set sail and most things are still closed. On the top deck, the Sky Lounge Bar has the benefit of a nice view and smart tables and chairs. This bar could almost be mistaken for a real cruise ship. In the evening, it hosts the more laid-back entertainment. A bottle of wine here is significantly more expensive than in the wine bar downstairs, but for now, it's time for a cuppa. What about the restaurant? Well, we chose the brasserie, but we could have chosen what they call the kitchen, where for a set price, you can eat as much as you want. £14 for a bottle of house wine. As wine bar prices go, it's not bad, especially for a captive audience. The next day at nine o'clock in the morning, we disembarked and we hopped onto one of the coaches waiting outside the terminal. Ours was clearly marked Amsterdam. With the heavy traffic, our ride into Amsterdam took around 90 minutes. And as we left the bus, the driver told us the times of the various buses going back. It's easy to spot them with the Pier and O label on the front. So what's Amsterdam like? Well, the rain put a bit of a dampener on it for us, but we couldn't let that spoil our day. So first things first, we sought out the herring cellar and we bought a roll mop each. That's the first thing ticked off the to-do list. Bikes and boats are everywhere. Not surprising as it's flat and full of canals. Want a museum? 
Well, the cheese museum is great. Lots of samples of delicious Dutch cheeses to savour too. And then there's the Tulip Museum. And the Cow Museum. And a museum celebrating the cause of the strange smell you'll discover as you walk Amsterdam streets. Yep, a cannabis museum. If you want to visit Anne Frank's house, you'd better book your ticket online, months in advance. We didn't, so all we got was a picture at the front door, as lots of other people did. There's the Vesterkirk, and quaint places to shop too. And finally, another look at the canals, bikes and boats, before heading back to the coach for the journey back to the ship. Off the coach, through customs again, up the escalators, along the ramp, and get ready for another evening's entertainment. The wine bar was popular. Near to the entertainment, it was quite loud, but there are corners away from the loud music where you can hold a conversation and yet still hear the music. There's also a quiet room on board, if music isn't your thing. Upstairs in the Sky Lounge bar, there was more laid-back entertainment with a singer with acoustic guitar. However, that was amplified quite loudly and there were no corners to sit and chat. Eventually we hit the sack. We awoke in time for breakfast before docking, disembarking, queuing through customs and being reunited with our car. Now which story did we park our car on? 